Okay, welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome. Oh, shoot, that's the wrong picture. Welcome to This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity. First time uh, seeing my face, hearing my voice, however you are consuming this show and you don't know who I am, I am Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I am the host of the show and the owner and operator of NPL Legal Dish, I mean NPL Consulting Firm, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like making sure you have your articles of incorporation, EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, having appropriate contracts so you don't get burned by clients and partners, basic brand protection strategies, uh, and hiring and training strategies so you don't get sued for discrimination. These are all of the foundational things that with... um, if you're wondering why I'm glad to help you with these things, I'm very happy that you asked. I'm a licensed attorney. I have been one for 15 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. Okay. So if you are in the startup phase of your business and you're looking for some legal guidance, you need somebody to, you know, just kind of give you a hint on how to get this business off the ground or, you know, get your paperwork in order so that you can do things like get a, you know, get a business credit card, get a business loan, you know, get into federal contracting, get your things into big box. Uh, contact me. I want to help you get that paperwork in order. The way that you're going to get in contact with me is you're going to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. That is the only link in my bio on Instagram and it's all over my page on Facebook. Um, as well at Linktree, um, at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can book a free 15 minute consultation if you are a first time client. I also have my Talk to Me Tuesday sessions where you can get 25 minutes for $25. Um, at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can also get many of my digital products like my video trainings and my ebooks. This month we're focusing on EIN numbers um, and I have my EIN v, uh, video training where I take you through EIN numbers, what they are. Uh, why you need them, and I take you through the process of applying for one. As well at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast so that if you ever miss a live show, you can catch up, uh, you know, on there at your leisure. And at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm is also where you can get your NPL Legal Dish merch. You know, we've got a faithful crew around here, and we've got our mugs and our t-shirts. We've got the t-shirts in navy blue, black, and white. The mugs are one style, but these are a limited style. Once the mugs are gone, they're gone. So make sure you grab yours today, all right? And all that is available at linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. But that's enough about my business. Let's talk about why y'all came here. You came here for NPL legal dish. All right. So for those of you who might be new, who don't know how the show works, or those of you who maybe haven't been here for a while, who's that? Hey, Violet All Creations. Here is how the show works this year, particularly this month. So we know that we're in February, we're in Black History Month. So we're going to start our evening uh, 
Then we are, um, and uh, the black business of the evening is a black business that I have personally spent my money and, you know, frequented and attest their quality. Then we're going to get into our NPL nugget of the evening. Our NPL nugget of the evening is a quick business or legal concept that I teach you in a couple minutes. And then we're going to get into our stories. Now, uh, where do I get these stories? I get them from you guys, blog sites. I get them from anywhere. And I pick the ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners and we discuss them. Okay. So, uh, questions. I want you guys to get involved, ask questions, give comments as long as they are respectful. All right. Um, so. We are going to get started, all right? So first things first, our black business of the evening is Rise of Dark Dawn um, design. So like I said, I have my merch here. I have my mugs, you know, my cool mugs, and I have my t-shirts that come in navy blue and black and white. I did not make these on my own. I actually contracted with someone who is... Um, a viewer of this show, and she also happens to be a graphic designer and make custom items. Um, her name is Bernice. Uh, if you follow her, if you're on Instagram, you can follow her at Nessie Time, N-E-C-I-T-I-M-E. Nessie Time, she uh, designed my mugs and my t-shirt. She helped me come up with a logo. And not only that, she printed up my shirts, she made my mugs, and she also made me a tote bag. Um, she's very professional and she made the process really pleasant for me because I was really kind of freaked out about coming out with merch. Um, but she made the process so easy. So if you're looking for somebody to design, to maybe create a logo for you and maybe, you know, uh, print up some merch, check out Rise of Dark Dawn, um, which is run by Bernice. You can follow her on Instagram at Nessie Time. Okay. N-E-C-I-T-I. M-E. So that is our black business of the evening. Um, now we can move on to our NPL nugget of the evening. So uh, does anybody know what we're covering this month? Last month we covered business entities. Who can tell me what we are covering this month? Who can tell me? Y'all tell me what we're covering. Who's watching? Who's, it's out here, Violet. Everybody tell me we are, don't know just like you. We are month. We are learning what an EIN number is. Why do you need it? How do you get one? All right. So we um, last week we talked about what an EIN number is. We said you don't know Abby Jackson. It's um, we're Cheryl just said it. EIN numbers. Last week uh, we said that EIN numbers are an, a nine-digit identification number the government uses to uh, basically identify your business. It's your business's social security number. We also found out that you need um, an EIN number for still things. You need an EIN number to establish business credit. A lot of you ask about business credit. One of the first things that you need to do is show them that you're a real business, and that means that you have an EIN number. Your business has a social like you don't exist in the United. States if you don't have a social security number. Basically, it's the same thing with the EIN number for your business, right? Uh, we also learned that you need an EIN number to, um, excuse me, open a business bank account because most banks, they're going to ask you for your business, who's your EIN number, EIN number to pay your employees. So um, those are the things that we covered last week. I want you to know about EIN numbers, the very important time. EIN numbers are free to get, okay? Now, you might be saying to yourself, well, Natalie, you are selling, you know, um, an EIN 
for $79. Yes, I am selling an EIN workshop for $79. Number. I teach you what EIN number is. I explain to you why you need it. I explain to you what it's for, and I show you the process of actually applying. Now, most attorneys, you can go to an attorney for an EIN number, most, but they're going to charge you anywhere between $5, and they're not going to show you how to do it, and it's a 15-minute process, right? But if you can, if you feel like you're confident enough to get an EIN number on your own, it is totally free. You can go to the IRS website and, and apply for one yourself. Now, if you need help applying and you need to understand what an EIN number is, all that stuff, that's when you come to someone like me or go to an attorney and have them help you with the EIN number. But if you are, feel like you're kind of savvy and you're willing to, you know, just do the work and read. An EIN number is totally free to get. Please don't let someone tell you that they can get you an EIN number and they're not going to teach you and then they try to charge you money. I charge you for the education. I don't charge you for the EIN number. Okay? All right. So, uh, yeah, so the, the NPL nugget that I want y'all to know for tonight is that EIN numbers are free. All right? Okay. Uh, now that we have gotten past those things it's time to get into our stories all right let's get our ears ready ready all right all my gamers all my gamers please um please give me a video game emoji all of my gamers please give me a video game emoji all right um and even if you are not a gamer, if you have heard of the movie Call of Duty Modern Warfare, please give me a yes in the comments. Yes or a no. Hey, Sincere39. So if you're a gamer, give me a video controller. And if you have heard of the movie Call of Duty, even if you haven't played it, give me a yes in the comments. All right. And for um, Cheryl said yes. Awesome. How do I do this? Oh no, that's not what I want. Um, okay. So, all right. Cheryl's heard of uh, Call of Duty. Sincere has heard of Call of Duty. Awesome. Um, all right. Now, Call of Duty, they have, they make a lot of money. They've made about $1 billion uh, in downloads for, uh, for, you know, Call of Duty. Hi, Lily V plus model, right? Um, so the, call it, the people who make Call of Duty, they've made a lot of money. And the people who make Call of Duty, they are called Activision Publishing, Activision Blizzard, and Major League Game Game Corporation, right? So they're making all this mo- this Call of Duty money. The problem is, um, they are, Call of Duty, the people who make Call of Duty, they are being sued for copyright infringement. Uh, there is a gentleman by the name of Clayton Haugen. He is a writer, um, and he's also a photographer of post-apocalyptic and military-inspired stories. Uh, he helped to write for the movie Hard to Kill. Um, in January, no, in 2017, excuse me, Mr. Haugen created a character by the name of Cade Giannis, right? Um, and he created this character as a way to draw interest into his work. Um, you know, he, he organized photo shoots and he posted, you know, the, the, the results on his, 
uh, website where he would, you know, tell people to go to see his work. Um, apparently, Call of Duty has a character named Mara. Any, um, if you've played Call of Duty, does anybody know Mara? Um, people on Instagram, I, I know you're seeing the, um, the pictures come by. Facebook, I want to show you these pictures, but there is writing across all of it. So even if I put it in front, it's just going to look very garbled. But, um, if, if you want to go back and watch the Instagram version, you'll see all of the pictures come up. All right. So, uh, all right. You know, the character Mar Mara, Cynthia 39. Well, apparently the character Mara in, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare was stolen from Mr. Haugen and it was based on the character Cade Giannis. Um, why does Clayton think that they stole the character? He said that they used images from his website. They used the same model and makeup artist that he used for his photo shoot. And they made them all sign NDAs so they could not talk about the work that they had done with the makers of Call of Duty. All right. Now, Call of Duty was also sued, uh, for uh, another character, um, a character called Prophet. So apparently, um, Call of Duty is, is no, is no stranger to stealing characters, right? But, um, I want to know from you guys, if you have been watching this show with any regularity, if Clayton Haugen wants to be successful in suing the makers of Call of Duty for stealing his character, what is he going to have to have in place? What does Clay Haugen need to have in order to be able to sue Call of Duty for stealing his character that he created. What is he going to need? What is Mr. Haugen going to need to have in order to sue, uh, yes, Cheryl, Yes, Shell is listening. Okay, copyrights. Absolutely. In order for Mr. Haugen to be able to sue, be even have the right to go and try and sue the Call of Duty makers um, for 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 basically copyright infringement because that's what happened. He created this character. Uh, it's a work of art. He needs to have a copyright because as of now, for the last couple of years. The courts are not hearing any copyright cases if you don't have a legal copyright, right? Hi, S Hi, Steve Nurse. That's your name. Yes. Okay. All right. But, um, yeah, so Clayton Haugen, he's suing Call of Duty. Uh, if you, for those of you who saw the picture on Instagram, I want to know from you, do you think that the characters, hey, King Tech Services, do you think that the characters are, are similar? Do you think that Call of Duty really did rip off Clay, Clayton Haugen? Now, remember, Clayton Haugen said he created this character, he did the photo shoots, and he put all of the results on his website. Do you think it's possible that the people from Call of Duty knew about his work and went there and just kind of scraped? Because apparently they've been, they, they were sued for the same thing for another character called Prophet. What do you think? Do you think this is just coincidence or is Call of Duty out here stealing people's characters? What do you guys think? I know that you're, you're an intelligent crowd, so I want to give you time. Um, 
Oh, thank you, King Tax Services. Y'all, King Tax Services 18's support, okay? She'd be watching the show and sharing. I love her. If you need your taxes taken care of, go check out King Tax Services. All right. So y'all don't have an opinion about Call of Duty. I personally think that they totally stole it. Um, look, it's really easy to find things nowadays and just incorporate them. You can do lots of things with computers. Um, Call of Duty, they have a lot of money. Maybe they thought that nobody would notice, or maybe they thought that, you know, we can stall them out in court. But if you remember when we had our, um, last year, we had our segment on logos with Seedbox Digital. Seedbox, Martine from Seedbox Digital, she said, look, when you see logos look like one another, they are, most times it's not a mistake. Most of these companies, you know, they have entire, um, they have entire departments that are dedicated to their image and, and, you know, intellectual property rights. So they know what they're doing when they do things like this. Um, but good luck to Mr. Haugen. Take Call of Duty for all of their money. All right. Moving on to our next story. Uh, if you have ever shopped at Dick's Sporting Goods, please, um, give me some type of sports emoji. It can be a football, a soccer, somebody exercising. If you have ever, whoa, hold on Facebook. My Instagram just fell out. Wow. Okay. All right, so, okay, thank you, AP Jackson Sports. All right, I, I got to wait a couple seconds for it. My Instagram literally just cut out. I guess I can't use that picture thing for too long. Um, all right, let's keep going. Okay, thank you, Cheryl. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, um, if you don't know... If you don't know, Dick's Sporting Goods is a place where you buy, you know, athletic equipment, athletic apparel. I've gone into Dick's Sporting Goods a couple times. Anything having to do with athletics, sports, physicality, you can find at Dick's Sporting Goods, right? Um, And Dick's Sporting Goods, they don't just sell uh, sports equipment. They actually help to track stats. So in 2010, Dick's Sporting Goods, um, they trademarked the name Game Changer. Uh, They trademarked it for this app that they created that tracks statistics for youth baseball and softball and also allows people to live stream games. So it's basically an ESPN app for kids uh, softball and baseball, right? Uh, they have about 3 million users a year. Uh, they generate about $90 million of revenue from uh, this app. Um, they have more than 600,000 reviews everywhere. And again, they registered their trademark for Game Changer in 2010. Here's the problem. Uh, there is a website called Baseball Reference, right? Um, and they have... And they have a service that they just released called um, Game Changer. It's also an app where it's it's a viewing app. It provides statistics on players and teams in Major League Baseball and college. 
Um, and you know, you can, you can follow their stats and watch the games. So it's basically ESPN for college and major league, league baseball. Now they're currently in the beta testing phase. It's not out for the masses, but it's still out there. So Dick's Sporting Goods is suing baseball reference because they're saying you're trying to build your back on our app. We already have an app called Game Changer. We follow the statistics. Hey, King Tech Services, I don't know what happened. The, the broadcast just conked out. Um, they're saying, you know, we already have an app that follow that gives you statistics for, uh, you know, youth players, and you just have an app. It gives you statistics for adult players. We're in the same industry. You can't do this. So Dick Sporting Goods is suing uh, Baseball Reference over their um, impending Game Changer app. So I want to know from you guys as an audience, do you think that there is room for two Game Changer apps? One tracks the statistics for children's softball and baseball, and one tracks statistics for uh, Major League Baseball and College Baseball. Do you think that there is room for confusion within those two apps? Because that's what trademark infringement is about. Is there a possibility of confusion between Dick's Sporting Goods Game Changer app, where they track children's uh, statistics in baseball and softball, and Baseball References Game Changer app, where they track baseball statistics in Major League Baseball and college? Is there a possibility of confusion? What y'all think? What y'all think? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Y'all so quiet. What's going on? Um, I think there's definitely a possibility of confusion here. Um, it, again, there are two apps. They track statistics for uh, players in the same the, the, the same game, baseball and softball. And Dick Sporting Goods has been out here with the app for at least 10 years. So baseball reference, what did you think that you are doing? You are definitely um, stepping on some toes here. So I am predicting that Dick Sporting Goods is probably going to win this one, especially because um, uh, baseball references app is still in the beta phase. They're not out in the public yet. Me, uh, Dick Sporting Goods has plenty of time to prove that, you know, we're, we're the ones out here with the Game Changer app. All right? Okay. All right, before we move on to our next stories, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Uh, if you are in the startup phase of your business and you need some help getting that business off the ground, you need somebody to just be like, hey, girl, this is the form that you need to fill out. Hey, this is the website where you need to go find that information. I am here for you. I'm a licensed attorney with a passion for helping entrepreneurs and startups get that business off the ground. So go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book your free consultation today. As well, be um, keep in mind that uh, this month we are focusing on EIN numbers. So if you want to know what an EIN numbers, why you need what an EIN number is, why you need it where you go to get it, and someone to take you through the process of applying for it, uh, go to the link in my bio, link tree forward slash MPL consulting firm, and grab the Let's Get EIN Numbers video training today. All right? Okay. Moving on with our next stories. Uh, if you have heard of the Migos, the rap trio, the Migos, 
give me an M in the comments. If you have heard of the Migos, give me an M in the comments. <clears throat> and if you like the Migos, tell me who your favorite Migos is. I asked this question in my stories and nobody responded. Cheryl, you know who the Migos is? Thank you, A.B. Jackson. Who's your favorite Migos, if you like the Migos? My favorite Migos, I think, has to be... Hey, New Haitian. I think my favorite Migos is Offset. Like, if I had a chance to hang out with any one of the Migos, it would be Offset because I feel like I would be able to meet Cardi, too, because I love Cardi. But if you like the Migos, tell me who your favorite Migos is. King Tech Services, you don't know who the Migos are? Okay. Well, they, uh, you are, you don't know who they are or you don't like them. Let me know. Anyway, uh, I like the Migos. Their music is fun. It's great. Uh, but if you have been watching this show for a while, A.P. Jackson, I think you were watching when I talked about this story. Um, a while ago, maybe about a year ago, I told you guys that the Migos, they were suing um, your, oh, your favorite Migos is Quavo? Okay. Oh, he and Saweetie are so cute. Um, oh yeah, so I told you about a year ago that Migos, they were suing their attorney, Damien Granderson, right? Um, they were suing him for excessive fees without a contract and also the fact that he did not disclose that he was an attorney for Quality Control Music, which is the label that Migos is on, Right? So basically, the Migos was like, um, hey, uh, Attorney Granderson, we didn't even have an agreement with you, and you're charging us all this money, and you didn't tell us that you were going to do it, and you also didn't tell us that you are the lawyer for who are essentially our bosses, because the label controls a lot, right? Um so they've been going back and forth, uh, and I think when, when we talked about this stories. This story, I was telling you guys the importance of under, of having contracts and writing things down so you understand what's happening. Because the Migos, they're looking around like, whoa, 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 where are all these legal legal bills coming from? And they didn't even have a contract with this gentleman, apparently. Um, but fast forward to now, and apparently the Migos, they have dropped their lawsuit against Damien Granderson. Now, we don't have any um, details as to why it was dropped, but I just wanted to kind of bring this up to you guys and ask you, why do you think the Migos dropped the lawsuit against uh, this attorney, Damien Granderson? They're saying that he was charging them all this money, that they never had a client agreement with him, and on top of the fact that he was working, that he that he is an attorney for their label. Why do you think what do you what do you think are some of the reasons why they may have dropped this lawsuit? Why do you think are they still with QC? Is Migos still with QC? I feel like they are. Anyway, let me know why you think Migos may have dropped this lawsuit against um, someone who may or may not have been their attorney, right? Uh, but yeah, that was just a question that I wanted to bring you guys. Um, apparently y'all ain't too hot about that, but that's cool. Uh, but we can move on to our next story of the evening. Now, hi, Shogun Assassin. So last week, uh, we talked about Diddy suing Sean John because they were using his vote or die phrase without his 
permission, right? If you if you remember that story, please just give me a quick yes in the comments. If you remember last week when we talked about Diddy suing Sean John, which he is no longer majority owner in, um, for using the voter die phrase, right? Um, well, Diddy is apparently has a second lawsuit against Sean John. Uh, he is suing Sean John. Thank you, AP Jackson. He's suing Sean John for $25 million because apparently they used um, his image and they faked quotes uh, to make it seem like Diddy was uh, a a spokesperson for their female line called Misguided, right? So this is twice now that we have Diddy suing the company that he formerly owned for using his uh, intellectual property, meaning trademarks, copyrights, images without his permission or just wholly making them up. And my question to Sean John is, do you not have Diddy's number? Why can't you just call him up and be like, hey, could you do a promo spot and run him his money? Why do you think Sean John is trying to go around Diddy's back and make it seem like he's supporting these lines when he has nothing to do with it. He's 20% owner of the company still. He may not be majority owner, but he still owns 20% of it. Why can't you go to Diddy and ask his permission to use his face or his words or whatever? What What do you think is going on between Diddy and Sean John? What do you think? What do you think, A? I like, I really have, can't even fathom it. Like if someone, you know, was part owner in the company and I'm like, and they have clout, why not use that clout the right way rather than have them drag you in the court of public opinion? What do you guys think is happening over at Sean John? Cheryl said it seems messy. It's very messy. And that's the thing. I'm wondering why are y'all making this so messy when Diddy is literally around the corner? It's not like he's completely severed ties with the company. He still owns 20% of it. Why can't you pick up the phone and call him? Um, but I hope Diddy gets every cent. He wants $25 million and I think he should get it just because Sean John is being dumb. Like you could literally call this dude. Um, but But let me ask you guys this question. Diddy is suing Sean John for $25 million because they're using his image and faking words. Do you think that's excessive? Do you think it's a reasonable amount for Diddy to try and get from Sean John because they're using uh, his intellectual property without his permission? What do you think about that? What do y'all think? Think about it. What if, like... Just think about it this way, wherever you may work, whether you're an employer, you own it. Think about if they were using your face on their, you know, promotional materials and didn't ask you and you're literally sitting at your desk and you see it on the internet, right? Um, Cheryl said, maybe they think it's okay because it's his name. I don't think they think it's okay because we all know Diddy's about his money. They know that Diddy's name carries clout. Before I even heard of the story of Diddy suing Sean John, I did not know that Diddy had sold Sean John. So a lot of people probably still think that Diddy owns Sean John. And I think that they're trying to capitalize on that and use his name and, and all that stuff because uh, b- because people are going to think, oh, you know, that's Diddy's thing. I want to support Diddy. 
That's my idea. But, you know, um, it could be, a, it could be a multitude of things, but I, I just think that they know Diddy's name carries clout, but they don't, they just don't want to pay him. I'm sure Diddy charges a premium for you to, for, for him to promote whatever it is that you're doing, but he's also 20% owner. When he makes money, y'all make money, but whatever. Good luck to Diddy. I hope he gets 25%. Um, but Cheryl, do you think that 25 million is too much or do you think Diddy is, you know, justified in wanting $25 million from Sean John? Okay. We definitely have time for our last story. What do you think, my dear Cheryl? Um, yeah, but I want Diddy, I I want Diddy to win. Look, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say that I'm a Diddy fanatic. But I feel like Diddy, he's, you know, he's been in the industry for a while. He's earned his respect. Run Diddy his $25 million. But that's just me. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to wait for your, uh, Cheryl said, I say value your worth. Right. Diddy knows exactly how much he's worth. Okay. And he adds tax to that. Um, all right. Before we move on to our last story of the evening, I want to remind you guys, Yes, he does know his worth. I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. We are on Monday through Wednesday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You learn business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you know anybody who enjoys, you know, celebrity news or likes learning, um, you know, about business and legal stuff or wants to do it in a fun way, bring them on to the show. Don't be selfish. Let them know about your girl, okay? All right. Moving on to our last story of the evening. Um, if you have ever worn Hanes, Hanes brand anything. We know they make t-shirts, underwear, all that stuff. If you've ever worn Hanes, give me an H in the comments. Give me an H. H, you got your H, you got your H. H, I don't know. How do you make an H? H? If you have ever had uh, worn worn uh, if you've ever worn Hanes, thank you Cheryl, thank you AP Jackson. Hanes is everywhere. Hanes actually came out with a um a Sheree Whitfield shirt with who uh, who gonna check me boo. So Hanes is everywhere. Um, so we know Hanes. Do you, if you know what Pop Warner is, if you know what Pop Warner is. Give me a P in the comments if you know what Pop Warner is. Um, for those of you who don't know what Pop Warner is, uh, Pop Warner is basically an organization that uh, handles, uh, that, that runs foot, football and cheer programs uh, around the country. Thank you, AP Jackson. Thank you, Cheryl Whiteside. They have about 325,000 children between the ages of 5 and 16 that um, play uh, sports or cheer under the Pop Warner name. Um, they have two registered trademarks for Pop Warner. So, uh, and so Pop Warner's out here. Pop, Pop Warner is where a lot of, uh, you know, kids start out their athletic careers. Uh, here's the problem. Haynes has been making merchandise, uh, with Pop Warner on it. So one of them is like a, a hat. That says Pop Warner in all capitals and it has footballs on it. 
Um, and they, they've been making Pop Warner merch, but Pop Warner, they have this stuff trademarked. So Pop Warner, they want, um, $75,000 from Haynes times three. So they're basically saying, look, we've lost about $75,000 due to Haynes's trademark infringement. And we also want treble damages. Does anybody remember what treble damages is? Who can tell me what treble damages are? Because they want $75,000 times three. What does treble damages do? When do you get treble damages? Yes, I'm repeating that word just so it'll jog your memory. Why do people get treble damages, right? Now, not only do they want treble damages, they want any profits that Haynes has made, and they want any merchandise that Haynes has made with Pop Warner on it destroyed, okay? Um, also, be aware, uh, Pop Warner, they contacted Haynes on two separate occasions, once in June of 2020 and once in December of 2020, telling them, you know, to please stop making this Pop Warner stuff. Hi, Cannabis Pad C. Um... Uh, and, uh, Haynes basically ignored them, right? Um, so, y'all don't remember what treble damages are? Okay, so Haynes, uh, Pop Warner is asking for $75,000 times three. They want treble damages. Treble damages, you usually get that in trademark infringement cases when you can show that the other side is willfully, like on purpose, they are on purpose, uh, you know, using your trademark, you've told them not to use it, they keep on doing it, they're basically, basically just throwing it in your face and being irresponsible, irresponsible about it, so Pop Warner is saying, look, we talked to Haynes on two different occasions, they know we have two registered trademarks, and they are still out here making Pop Warner merchandise, so we want $75,000 times three, because not only did they cost us money, but they did it on purpose, so we want treble damages, okay, three times what they feel like they lost, so they want the, uh, three times the amount they feel uh, that they have lost out due to Haynes, plus they want any of Haynes' profits, and they want any merchandise that Haynes made, hi Just Incredible 7-Eleven, that Haynes made, they want any of that destroyed, so I want to know from you guys, do you think Pop Warner is justified? Do you think that Pop Warner is justified in wanting treble damages? Do you think that Haynes did this on purpose, that they knew that Pop Warner has these trademarks and they still decided to make this merchandise and sell it? What do you think? What do you think? I think Haynes totally knew what they were doing. Haynes, y'all been in the business for how long? I've known... Haynes since I knew clothes. So you can't tell me that Haynes doesn't know how to find out if a, if a brand is already taken. Why did you, first of all, why are you trying to steal from children? This is a children's organization. Why wouldn't you just try and collaborate with Pop Warner? Cheryl said yes, especially if they have been contacted. Exactly. Pop Warner contacted them in June and December. Where were y'all at? Why didn't you respond? So, I hope Pop Warner gets all their money. I hope Haynes has to create some type of college fund for these children. 
and you know they get their their education paid for because what are you doing Haynes you're you're you are a big name out in these streets you don't have to do this you don't have to do this all right but those were the stories that I had for you this evening. Uh, I want to thank you guys for putting up with my shenanigans. Um, uh, thank you for being here. You don't have to, and you do. Thank you for your participation. Thank you for your energy. I want to say hi to my family and friends, my parents, my sister, um, all of you who support me. I really appreciate you. Uh, make sure that you come and join me tomorrow night for more stories. If you find anything you want me to talk about, make sure you DM them to me. Um, what else? Make sure that you book your one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching sessions. Go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. Make sure you get your show merch, your your mugs, and your t-shirts. Um, and I can't wait to hang out with you guys tomorrow. Have a great night. Take care of yourselves. Wash your hands. Stay safe. Bye. How do I end?